Luke chapter 24, today's message is, I am the resurrection and the life. These are the words of Jesus. He declared, I am the resurrection and the life. Beginning in verse 1 of uh, Luke 24, it said, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared, and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found the body of, found not the body of the Lord Jesus. So Jesus had been raised from the dead. He was risen. He was not there. Uh, just a little bit of uh, description of the uh, tomb that is there in Israel. It is carved into the rock. Uh, so it's still there, the empty tomb. We've been there many times. And so if you consider how this uh, tomb was sealed, it was sealed with a stone about this high from the floor. And they rolled that stone over the door uh, or the entrance of the tomb. So there's no natural way uh, that even if he was alive, he could get out. But Jesus was raised from the dead. I don't know if an angel moved the stone because angels appeared later. I don't know how God did that, but it was gone. The door was open. And Jesus is risen. And he is alive. Hallelujah. So let's continue reading here. In verse 4, it says, And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments, which were angels of God appearing to them. Well, if you consider what these uh, have gone through, they've watched Jesus uh, be beaten. They've watched him crucified. They've observed the whole event. They saw that he was laid into that tomb and uh, so naturally their minds they're perplexed. They don't know uh, what's going on, what, how or what has happened. But the angels uh, made an announcement to them and it says in verse 5, and as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth they said, uh, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? Why do you seek the living among the dead? Verse 6, He is not here. Well, that was uh, obvious. <laughs> but why he was not here was not clear. So that he is not here. He is risen. He is risen. Praise God. Now, this is a whole revelation. I mean, this is like hitting their natural mind and their reasoning. 
Now, Jesus is risen. They're seeing these angels and the glory of God on these angels. And now they see this and hear this, that Jesus is risen, that he's alive. This is a story to tell. Hallelujah. Jesus is alive. He's risen. After all that he went through, all of the horrible beating that he went through, which is almost indescribable what uh, they did to, to lash them and beat him. And then he was nailed to the cross and died on the cross and taken to the tomb. But now this revelation, the story that he is risen is just amazing. But it has not lost its amazing grace. Hallelujah. It's still the same today. The story that he is alive. And there are a lot of people that don't understand or don't necessarily believe. But when you preach the gospel message, when you tell the good news that Jesus Christ is alive, that he did die for the sins of the whole world, and they were included and God so loved the world and God so loved them that Jesus was willing to die on the cross. I mean, just the fact that he was uh, willing to come down here and take on a body of flesh and blood and become a man is a big deal. God manifest in the flesh. But the bigger deal is that he went to the cross and he died on the cross and he suffered for our sins and he paid the full penalty for all of humanity. God so loved the world so much that he sent his son to do that for you. He did that for me. He did that for all of humanity. So the gospel message is that Jesus paid the price for your sin. Jesus died for you. And God reconciled and restored you to favor with himself. All you need to do is believe and receive Jesus Christ as the Lord of your life. And believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And confess with your mouth. What do they believe? That God raised Jesus from the dead. That's still the message people need to hear. And it's the message that they need to believe. To receive Jesus Christ as the Lord of their life. When they believe in their heart, God raised Jesus from the dead. And confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord. When they do that, glory to God. They're saved. They're born again. They're in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And so, we have a commission. To go into all the world and preach the gospel. What is the gospel? What I just described. Jesus died. He died for our sin. He paid the penalty for our sin. He suffered for us. And then God declared we were justified in the person of Christ. 
God declared that all of humanity was justified in the person of Christ. He was delivered up for our offenses and he was raised up because we were declared righteous. God dealt with all of man's sin and the penalty paid and God's declaration was that they're justified. In order for Jesus to be raised again from the dead, God had to deal with all of humanity's sin and he did that and so it is a finished work of redemption glory to God when Jesus cried on the cross it is finished it was finished as far as what he could do he had done everything that he was supposed to do now he commended himself into the father's hand and he finished that work and he paid the penalty and the penalty was paid and God cried from heaven above they're justified hallelujah and God's mercy met justice in the heart of the earth and on the third day God raised him again from death and then he took that body he got in that body hallelujah and that body was raised from the dead hallelujah so spiritually and physically he was raised from the dead Jesus Christ is forever forever Lord King ruler he is the only way the way the truth, the life, and no man comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ, believing that he died and hung on a cross, was buried, and on the third day raised again. Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. That reality cannot, will not ever change. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is Lord. He is King. Praise God forever. So the gospel message must be told. You must tell it. You must share it. You must preach it. You must proclaim it. That's not just for the pastor. That's for everybody. That's for every member of the church. Every person in the body of Christ. Everybody that's born again has a commission from the head of the church. The Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. These are some of his last words after his resurrection. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every person should hear the gospel message. Every person should hear of the goodness of God. Every person should hear of the love of God. No one no one should be left out. Why? Because God didn't leave anybody out. No, he died for the sins. Jesus died for the sins of the whole world. So everybody was included and nobody was excluded. So the message of the gospel should not exclude anyone but include everyone. Hallelujah. It's good news. Uh, gospel simply means good news. Hallelujah. So we've got some good news to tell. This is not bad news. This is not something that's going to weight you down. This is something that's going to roll your stone away. Hallelujah. 
is going to roll your sin away, roll your oppression away, roll it all away. What the devil meant to destroy your life, God will redeem and restore your life. Hallelujah. Jesus is a redeemer. God is a redeemer. And my redeemer lives. Hallelujah. Your redeemer lives. He's alive forevermore. Hallelujah to Jesus. Glory to God forever. He's not here. He's risen. (laughs) Then in verse 7 it says, Saying, the Son of Man must be delivered. This is what he said. I should read verse 6 again. But he is not here. He is risen. Remember how he spake unto you. When he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. So Jesus told what was going to happen. And they said, and they remembered his words. Hallelujah. So that's what you and I must do today. Thank God we are not in their case. We, we have the whole Bible. We got a Bible full of words. Hallelujah to remember. Glory to God forever. Well, first we got to read it. Meditate upon it. Give ourselves wholly to it. And let God reveal it. Thank you, Jesus. Then they remembered his words. So today is a celebration day. Hallelujah. It's a day of celebration. We're celebrating that our Lord is alive. Hallelujah. That our Lord is risen. That we don't serve a dead God made with hands. We don't serve a dead God that's made up by the human reason and the man. We serve a living God who created the heavens and the earth. He created us. He created humanity. He created us. We serve our creator. Hallelujah. But we serve our redeemer. So our God is a living God. Thank God forever. Thank God forever. All right, let's turn to John 11. John 11. And we'll begin reading in verse 20. Verse 20 says, then Martha, now this, we're kind of backing up a little bit as far as this is when Jesus was alive. And so it said in verse 20, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. Mary, but Mary sat still in the house. Then Martha said unto Jesus, Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. And Jesus saith unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Hallelujah. 
Your brother will rise again. Which is a great example of the possibility. It's not the first person that had been raised from the dead in the Bible, but it's a good example for people to see of the possibility. Because they said about Lazarus, he's been dead four days and he stinks. But Jesus, facing this situation, he said, Your brother shall rise again. And Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. So she knows that from Scripture. Jesus saith unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Now, Jesus is speaking not just of Lazarus here. He's speaking about Lazarus, but he's speaking of the truth of the gospel. I am the resurrection. First, he says, I am. Which when Moses asked God, whom shall I say sent me? God's response is, you, you tell them, I am sent you. I am. So God is I am. In other words, he didn't have a past in the sense of he didn't start or beginning. He's always been. He is a great I am. <laughs> you tell him I am sent you. I mean, you know, that's a, not a, the most common way you would greet someone like Pharaoh. Why are you here? You just tell him I am sent you. Let my people go that they may serve me. So Jesus is literally declaring and declared in other places as well that he is the I am. Jesus was not just man. He was God and man. He was God taking on human flesh. God became a man. God took on a human body. And it says in Hebrews, he went through death and by going through death, he destroyed him that had the power of death. That is the devil. And delivered those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Jesus took on a human body. Hebrews says, but a body hast thou prepared me. In other words, Jesus talking to the Father. God had prepared a body for him. It's just an amazing, the virgin birth is just an amazing story in itself. Joseph and Mary had never had any sexual relationship. She was a virgin. Brought forth firstborn son. Jesus was born of a virgin. 
Only God can do that. Hallelujah. So God prepared a body. He lived as a man, walked as a man, did miracles by the anointing of the Holy Spirit that was upon him. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. So Jesus went about doing good. Why? Because he was displaying the goodness of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Even though he was dead, he will live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She saith unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. But Jesus said, He that believes in me, though he were dead, he shall live. He's talking spiritually. Though he were dead spiritually, he shall live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Shall never die. You will die physically, but you'll never die spiritually. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah to Jesus. So this life that God gives is what is referred to in Scripture as eternal life. Eternal life. It is the life of God. Let's look at it in a few places. She said, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of, the, Son of God. In John chapter 4, or chapter 1, verse 4, it says, in him was life. In Christ was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. In him was life. In Christ was life, and the life was the light of men. This life gives or emanates light. The gospel of Jesus Christ is light. It is the gospel that brings light. His word is life. And light to the world. Jesus is life. And light to the world. The light shined in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. King James says. Other translations. One says. Overcame it not. Light. Overcomes darkness. Life. In Jesus. Overcomes spiritual death. Hallelujah. 
Jesus overcame the devil. He destroyed him that had the power of death. I just quoted that earlier. Destroyed him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Destroyed him. One translation said paralyzed him. We know from Colossians 1. Or 2, verse 15, it says that when Jesus was made alive again, raised up spiritually from the dead, he spoiled principalities and powers and made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in himself. Jesus spoiled principalities and powers, meaning that he stripped them of their authority. He stripped them of their power. He destroyed him that had the power of death. And it says that he made a show of them openly. In that day, in the culture, when they defeated their enemy, they would bring them back. Some of the the living, they would bring them back and parade them through the city. And the scripture says, he made manifest the savor of his knowledge by me. The scent, the savor. And they would light incense and burn incense before they arrived at the city, which meant we won the battle, we won the victory. And then they would parade their captives through the streets of the city as a demonstration that they won the battle. So Jesus, in downtown eternity, stripped the devil of his authority, destroyed him that had the power of death, and paraded him and his demons paraded them as his, hallelujah, enemy that was defeated. He stripped the devil of his authority. So for you and me, according to Colossians 1 and 13, he has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of God's dear Son. He has delivered you when you get born again, when you get saved, when you get eternal life, when you receive the life of God that he's talking about here. That life of Jesus is the same life. The word in the Greek is zoe. It means life as a principle or a law, which goes along with Romans 8, 2. And Romans 8, 2 says, The law of the Spirit of life has made us free from the law of sin and death. So the law of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death that controlled us before we were saved, born again, and received eternal life. The second definition in W. Vine says it's absolute life or life in the absolute sense, which means it's absolute, pure, nothing but life. It is untainted. It is not mixed with something else. 
It is the life of God. The last definition he says, and he has more to say about it, of course. But he says it's life as God has it. It is life as God has it. So the scriptures teach us, and I'm way beyond my notes here. But the scriptures teach us that he that believes on the Son hath, present tense, hath, other translations say possesses everlasting or eternal life. So when you receive Jesus Christ, I'll give you a couple of the scriptures. In John 5, 26, it says, For as the Father hath life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. The same kind of life that God had in heaven, the Son of God had on the earth. It was just cloaked with a human body. A sinless body, a perfect human body, but nevertheless... Of human body. And he was God manifest in the flesh. So as the Father has life in himself, so has he given to the Son to have life in himself. So the Son came with the same life that he had in heaven and walked and lived and was tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin. And as a sinless man, he could qualify as our substitute. He could die on the cross for us. Because he was sinless. And he died on the cross for us and shed his blood and gave his life. And as we have said, on the third day, he was raised from the dead. He is risen. He is Lord. Hallelujah. And he's Lord forevermore. Unchangeable. He will rule for eternity. Hallelujah. So then John 10 and verse 10 says, The thief, Jesus' words, the thief, speaking of the devil, the thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. The thief, the devil came to do three things according to Jesus. To steal, kill, and destroy. And how does he do it? He lies to you, manipulates your mind, manipulates your life. Get you to believe a lie. He destroys you. He kills you. Right? Steals from you. Robs from you. But God. Jesus had a contrast to the devil. He said, but I am come. I am come that you might have life. And that you might have it more abundantly. So in contrast to the devil coming to steal, kill, and destroy, so we get a recognition of what he's up to, what he's doing, and where stealing and killing and destroying in our world comes from. It's of the devil. 
but where life comes from, it's coming from God. God is a good God. Every good and every perfect gift cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning, no changing. God is good. He cannot be bad. He is good. He's good all the time. God is good, and he's good to humanity in the sense that he gave his only begotten son. He was so good to humanity, a fallen humanity who had fallen from God, who had been alienated from God through Adam's choice. Now God in Christ has redeemed and restored and reconciled every man to God in Christ. God through his son Jesus reconciled all of humanity to himself. And so now anybody can have this eternal life of God. Have this life that came from heaven. This life that could be lived out in the earth in a man's body. Hallelujah. God sent his son so that you too could share in this new life of God that you could have the life of Jesus Christ himself living on the inside of you. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Without reading the story, there's a Samaritan woman that was by the well that Jesus was sitting, resting from being weary from his journey, he was sitting and resting. And he asked for a drink of water from this Samaritan woman. And this woman said, the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. Why do you ask me for water? In other words, there was a great prejudice there. But Jesus shows that he's not prejudiced. He said, could I, could I get a drink of water? But really, he's starting off a story with her, and he's going to give her living water. Hallelujah. Jesus answered and said unto her, If thou knewest the gift of God, and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water. If you just knew who I am, if you would believe in who I am, who he is, when you believe in who he is, hallelujah, when you believe in who he is, he is the Son of God, he is God, born of a virgin. He is God, manifest in the flesh. He is God who actually died on the cross. Come on, Jesus died on the cross. No, God didn't die, but Jesus died. Hallelujah. Jesus died. If you knew who it is that asketh drink of you, you would ask of him, and he would give you, give you living water. And the woman saith unto him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with. The well is deep, and where are you going to get that water from? From whence then hast thou that living water? And Jesus answered and said unto her, Whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again. 
But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. The water that I'm going to give is like a well of water that's on the inside of you. There is a well of water that's on the inside of you that connects you with Jesus himself. Jesus is resurrection. Jesus is the life. And the life of God comes from him into your spirit. And it's an endless, without end life. It is on the inside of you because you're connected to the one who is endless in life. Hallelujah. So the life of God is on the inside of you now as a believer. You have God's life. A well of water springing up into everlasting, everlasting, eternal life. Life as God has it. Life in the absolute sense. It's the pure life of God. The scripture says there is a river of it that flows in heaven, that flows out of the throne of God and of the Lamb of God. There's a river of life that flows. And that river flows from heaven. And it flows into the believer. It's the same life. God is so full of life that he overflows constantly giving. Constantly giving. Constantly giving. Whosoever will. Let him come and take of the water of life freely. It's a free gift. A free gift. So the free gift of eternal life is offered to whosoever will. Anybody can. Everybody won't. But somebody will. In other words, anybody can do it. Because he's given himself for all of humanity. When we preach the gospel, do what Jesus said. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. You may not be able to go into all the world yourself. But if we all, everyone did what God told them to do, God would reach the world. Hallelujah. But you can go into the world that you live in. And you live in every day. Go into all the world and preach the good news. 